Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. Well, it's an exciting day to be alive. I'm so glad to be with you again on our Victory Church weekly podcasts. Uh, Pastor Mitch here. Uh, hey, appreciate you listening in. Encourage you to let a friend know that you're listening to these and and share this with someone else. I, my heart is I just want to get the Word of God into people's lives because I'm telling you, once you get the Word of God planted in your heart, Life changes in an amazing way. Now, listen, we're living in a really challenging time. I'm going to get right to it today. Listen, we really are. And uh, there's so many challenges from so many veins of life. And uh, my heart is to help us uh, walk walk with God, walk by faith, and walk with expectation that God will meet every single need. So that's the reason I do what I do. That's my ambition in life. That's my goal is to help others and 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 God gave me the gift of teaching the word of God so I want to get that get put that gift to work every chance I get so that's the reason we have these podcasts and I do appreciate you uh listening in again um usually do this in series so right now I'm uh, I'm I'm on the topic of divine healing supernatural healing uh walking in supernatural health healing belongs to you is actually the title of this and I I want to show you how to walk in the health that Jesus purchased for you uh, when you when you went to the cross. Listen, teaching on faith, teaching on healing is not all that plentiful today in the body of Christ. It's sad to me. Um, our nation has been through several revivals and such, and there was a revival of divine healing uh, post-World War II. Oral Roberts got his start, and many others got their start then. And then there was the what we call the charismatic renewal in the late 50s, 60s, 70s, into the 80s. And uh, and the teaching of the Word of God become became so uh, plentiful, and it's amazing. And now here we are all these years later. Uh, I'm telling you, it, it's challenging to find a person that's teaching and preaching faith. That's the reason I do it. I want you to know the Word of God so you can be set free. Somebody years ago, in fact, Lester Sumrall would say this all the time. He's one of my mentors in the Lord. He would say, feed your faith and starve your doubts to death. So I want to help feed your faith. So we're talking about um, uh, walking in divine health. Healing belongs to you. And I'm uh, going over a number of particulars about that. This is uh, really going to take weeks and weeks. I get it. But we're going to go into the nitty-gritty here and to some degree the detail. Listen, uh, uh, the first part of this, I talked about healing coming two ways by gifts of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of healings. And or uh, and that's healing coming by the sovereignty of God. And then healing is also available by faith in God's Word. By grace, you're saved through faith. Or you could say by grace, you're healed through faith. So it's our faith that brings to us what what the grace of God provides for us on the cross of Calvary and through Jesus' sacrifice. You receive that by faith. So, you know, if a person is waiting on spiritual gifts to manifest for them to be healed, they may or may not be healed because we can't turn spiritual gifts on and off at will. That's as God wills. That's God's sovereignty. But you can always exercise your faith in God's word and receive what the word of God promises belongs to you. And one thing that we have found out is that healing is available 
um, by faith through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. So we've talked about that in detail. Um, we also went over three reasons Christians are sick and how they may be healed. The first reason is lack of knowledge. They just don't know the Bible teaches it. Secondly, weak faith, that is their faith is underdeveloped and not able to resist the challenges, the physical challenges that may come. And the third reason that Christians are sick is disobedience. You can't you can't uh, disobey God and receive God's best. We talked about that part three of this. We talked about seven reasons that you can know that healing is always the will of God for you. And when I say part one, two, three, whatever, this took a number of podcasts to go through these varying parts of this. So there's lots of podcasts prior to today. Just be aware of that. So go back and uh, you can look back on the list and start uh uh, geez, I think I may have started this in June. So nonetheless, go back and listen. Part four, where I talked about the healing covenant. God made a covenant of healing with the Israelites once they come out of Egypt. And he promised to be Jehovah Rapha, their physician. And we talked about it in detail. Part five, we talked about healing in the atonement of Christ. Took a few lessons to talk about that. And so we, uh, we have chronicled and detailed the fact that when Jesus died for our sins, he likewise took our infirmities on his, our body, his body so that we, through faith in him and his sacrifice, could be healed. And then this last series of podcasts, it took a while, how to receive healing by faith. We went into the nitty-gritty of faith, how to receive faith, how to boost your faith, how to build your faith, how to, how to release your faith, how to exercise your faith. We talked about the importance of, uh, of, of the Word. We talked about the importance of, uh, of, of, of acting in faith and believing that right now you have what God promised. Uh, we talked about the importance of believing that you receive. We talked about the importance of words. We talked about the importance of acting as much as you can like you believe you receive your healing. So today, here we are. This is part seven of this long series of podcasts on uh, receiving healing from the Lord and walking in health. This one is planting the seeds of health and healing. So let's get right into it. There's more to receiving healing by faith than just getting prayed for by a person with faith. Let me say that again. There is more to receiving healing by faith than just getting prayed for by a person with faith. The Bible says the prayer of faith is any sick among you, James 5, 14. Let them call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save or heal the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And then John, I'm sorry, not John, Mark 16, they will lay hands, 17, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So again, uh, it is Bible to lay hands on the sick, but see, let me say it again. Healing, receiving healing and walking in divine health is more than just having someone pray for you. You've got to plant the seeds of faith that will eventually uh, reproduce over and over again a harvest of health in your physical body as you live life, as you age, as the enemy attacks, as circumstances come in, and et cetera, et cetera. If you plant the seeds of health and healing, then you know what? You're prepared when any challenge comes. And believe me, challenge comes in a fallen world, right? So listen to Proverbs chapter 4. This is 20 through 23. Proverbs 4, 20 through 23. This is New King James Version. It says, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. 
Then it says, do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them, keep my words in the midst of your heart for they, what they? My words, they is my words, for my words are life to those who find them. And the inference is my words are health to all their flesh. Then verse 23 says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. So again, my son, give attention to my words. That is, pay attention to what God has said in his word about divine healing. Incline your ear. You know, to incline your ear, you ever wanted to hear somebody say something to you and they're talking to you specifically and you're in a big room and there's so many people talking and you just kind of cup your ear and you bend over to hear and say, what'd you say again? See, that's inclining your ear. So when you incline your ear to the word of God, I mean, you're you're, you're right there and say, whoa, whoa, let me, let me pay attention to what God is saying. When it says incline your ear to my sayings, they listen carefully to what I'm saying. In fact, one translation says, listen carefully to my words. Uh, don't let them depart from your eyes. That is, keep your focus, your vision on what God has said. When it comes to healing, keep my, my, my vision, keep my eyes set on what God has said about health and healing, not what the internet, what Google, not what Google says uh, are, are the problems that the symptoms show, what the Word of God says about the cure for what you're dealing with. Again, keep them, he says, in the midst of your heart. So, so, so you're listening to the Word, you're looking at the Word, you're thinking about the Word, then he says, get it down on the inside of you. And that's, that's by letting it revolve inside of you over and over and over. And then verse 22, for they, my words, God says, are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh or, or medicine to all their flesh. Do you know God's word is like medicine? You know, if you went to a doctor, you had symptoms, and the doctor said, well, we got this, that, the other. Here's a prescription. You get it filled. And they say, take these, these pills uh, two, three times a day or one, three times a day with meals, yada, yada. You'd follow that to a T. Well, if the doctor said, you got to take, take this according to prescription. So, you know, that's what people do a lot, right? Well, what if you did the word that way? What if you what if we what if you, you treated the word as a prescription to 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 the needed healing? Because God said they're life. My words are life to those who find it. And my words are medicine to their flesh. What if we what if we took the word like we take medicine? My it, you'd see a difference. Keep your heart, then he said, with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. So, so what we need from God is deposited in us with the word. And as we meditate on the word about healing, faith, faith springs up and, and, and we can receive healing, the healing that Jesus has provided for us. But, you know, you got the wrong thinking if we think that, well, I'll just go to a I'll just go somewhere where a person has faith to let them pray for me and I'll be well. It's more than that. That may happen. And you know what? Uh, you can pray for someone. I've prayed for people. And you know what? Uh, you may receive an, 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 a healing right then. But see, the enemy will come back with a counterattack, try to put that, that back on you. What do you have to deal with the counterattack? You're going to go have hands laid on you again? That's not the solution. The solution is getting the word in your heart so that you'll have faith. So when the enemy comes back and tries to do that again, say, no, 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 God's word says this. Let me ask you a question. 
trusting God to heal your body. What scriptures are you believing? Or I could say, what scriptures are you standing on? Or what scriptures are you basing your faith on uh, that promise you that God says if you believe him for healing, that you will receive healing? See, that's the reason we need to plant the seeds of health and healing. So let me say this. If you can understand how to cultivate a vegetable garden, then you can understand how to receive healing and stay healed. All right. So, so, so let me give this illustration. The illustration again is a vegetable garden. So, so I want to talk about that in just a minute. So let me say this. When I was young, there was sickness in my house when I was a child. My mom and my dad uh, both had surgery in the 19, late 1960s on their backs. And so I was constantly, as a, a person under 10 years of age, I was born in 1958, so this is when I was 7, 8, 9, whatever. And, uh, you know, so it was easy for me to hear a lot of words about sickness, about infirmity, about pain, about what's not working. And that was just, you know... Uh, the enemy attacked my household that way, and there's all kinds of sicknesses and illnesses that came and went. And uh, so there was sickness in my house as a child, and so um, that, that affected me, and my mindset as a child was, well, people get sick, things are going to happen. I hope that don't happen to me, but it might. So again, it got into my belief system. So uh, uh, seeds were planted in me as a kid that just sickness is just part of life. And I see a lot of people are that way. And see, I had, when I came to Jesus, just before I was 18, started finding out that, that, that Jesus took my sicknesses when he took my sins. See, I had, to, I had to replace that wrong belief system that told me that sickness was a normal part of life. Friends, sickness is not to be the rule. It's to be the exception for a believer. When the enemy attacks, that should be the exception, not the rule, right? You should walk in divine health. Well, I didn't think that way. And you know, a lot of people don't think that way when they come to the Lord. They just think sickness is a part of life. Let's just deal with it. Well, the way you deal with it is to change your belief system to the fact that God doesn't want you to be sick, that Jesus took your sicknesses the same time he took your sins, and, and that he wants you to be well and that God has provided the means of faith whereby you can receive healing that Jesus has accomplished for you on the cross of, of Calvary. So again, planting seeds of health and healing to replace that wrong belief system is, uh, is, is so important. So again, receiving healing is like planting a garden and healing is more, no more difficult to receive than understanding how to receive fresh vegetables from a vegetable garden. So what do you do when you plant a vegetable garden? Now, we had a huge one when I was a kid. It was a half an acre garden. There were dozens of rows, several dozen rows of plants, and they were long rows. They weren't short rows. They were long rows. Believe me, I hold them enough. I can still shut my eyes and see those rows right in front of me, and it was a lot of work. But listen, so but we had the fruit of that garden was amazing. In fact, listen to this. I never had store-bought uh, vegetables my entire life until I left home and got married. That's true because we had uh, frozen vegetables from our garden all of a, every year. We had a gar huge garden every summer, and I helped my dad. My brothers helped my dad. My mom helped my dad. We all got together, kept this garden going. It was huge. Gardening's coming back now, right? So uh, this is my, my story as a little guy. And uh, so my mother canned 
all kinds of vegetables and then she froze those she didn't can and she would spend long hours doing that. It was amazing, but I mean the fruit was incredible. The fruit of, of planting those vegetables was incredible as we went into the winter seasons and, and still enjoyed the fresh vegetables that came from the freezer and from the, the canning that she did. So again, again, what do you do when you plant vegetables in a vegetable garden? You prepare the soil. Then you plant the seed, and then you got to keep the bugs and weeds out, right? Because they'll they'll diminish your return on the seed, and then you get, and then you eventually receive a harvest. So, so listen to this. What says we planted? My goodness, we we planted green beans, okra, squash, tomatoes, onions, butter beans, butter peas, peas, peanuts, corn, cantaloupe, watermelons, bell pepper, um, those hot peppers. Um, cucumbers and uh, and and it was just a huge garden. Uh, that's all I can say. It was incredible, a lot of work, and um, and you know, so we planted the seed, and then you know, um, I, I remember helping my dad plant the seeds. Then we covered up with a little bit of dirt, and as long as it would rain in the summer to come out, then it would warm it and moist, moisture would hit the seed, and it was germinating. I could see the little buds coming up out of the soil. And we knew we had a crop of, uh, of, uh, of green beans or butter beans or okra or squash, whatever, you know. And, and it was just really incredible. Then my job was to, was to hoe the weeds out, hopefully when they're smaller so they don't grow big, long tentacles of roots and, uh, roots and things and then pull the, pull the little tender plants up as they grow to try to get rid of the weeds. So we did all of that, and we had to keep the bugs off of them. In fact, my dad made me pick bugs off of of green bean vines we had those little you know those little bugs that would get on them and um and beetles that looked like a little brown beetle and they would just eat the wheat leaves and it's just terrible so anyway did all that see see there was effort involved in in making sure that the ground was ready that, that the seed would flourish and that we keep all of the elements away that would hinder the seed from producing fruit and if we did that in time we had really amazing, wonderful, healthy vegetables. Now, listen, same way with healing. you got to plant the seeds of healing, just like we planted those okra seeds and those green bean seeds and those corn seeds and those pea seeds and those cantaloupe seeds and those watermelon seeds. You hungry yet? So, see? see? See, in the same way we planted those seeds, and I'm telling you, it was incredible to receive all that wonderful food out of a fresh garden. Well, you know, you can have a garden of health. You can have a garden of healing if you'll take the time to plant the seeds and keep and keep the bugs of doubt and fear away from, from your faith and let it grow and let it blossom and let it develop. You know, eventually you'll have enough faith inside of you that you can that you can keep all, keep the, the attacks of the enemy at bay when he attacks your body with physical illness. You can resist it in Jesus' name. So healing is received for the believer, not from the outside in, but from the inside out, right? So, so most people are looking from the outside in when they need to look, really need to look inside, from the inside out for healing. Look on your lips and in your heart. Get it? to receive your healing by faith, right? So let me give you an illustration before we go today, and I think you'll get this. Uh, you know, the Jews uh, in the Old Testament, they were looking for right standing with God, but they were looking for it the wrong way. They were looking from the outside in instead of from 
the inside out. They thought that keeping the outwardly keeping the rigid laws of God, the Ten Commandments, would bring God's smile. They, they even put these little boxes on their head and on their arms called phylacteries that were actually f- filled with scripture that they wrote in, in, in uh, wrote on a piece of whatever uh, and, and, and rolled it up in there and put it in the little box called a phylactery. And they thought that they were showing their devotion to God. But see, it was all from the outside in. They reserved, the Jews observed all kinds of outward rituals and those rituals became traditions and then they added to the traditions that uh, to do things that God never said they needed to do. But see, they were doing all these outward things. That's my point, just to be right with God. And the Apostle Paul says something about that in Romans chapter 10, the first eight verses, and this is New Living Translation. Listen, he says to the Jewish believers, dear brothers and sisters, the longing of my heart and my prayer to God for the people of Israel is to be saved. I know what enthusiasm they have for God, but it's misdirected zeal for they don't understand God's way of making people right with himself. Refusing to accept God's way, they cling to their own way of getting right with God by trying to keep the law. For Christ has already accomplished the purposes for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. For Moses writes that the, uh, that the law's way of making a person right with God requires obedience to all of its commands. Verse 6 of of Romans 10, but faith's way of getting right with God says, don't say in your heart who will go to heaven to bring Christ down to earth. Verse 7, don't say who will go down to the place of the dead to bring Christ back to life again. Verse 8 is so good. It says, in fact, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart. And that message is the very message about faith that we Preach. So again, Paul was saying, look, Jews, you look into all the outward things to make you right with God. And he said, what you're not understanding, God wanted you to see, Mr. and Ms. Jewish believer that I love deeply, Paul said. <laughs> he said, you know, I, I, I love you so much, but see, you're doing it the wrong way. You're looking for God to make you right from the outside in. And he wants you to be right from the inside out. He wants his law to get inside of you so that so from the inside, you will not obey what he's saying. So again, God's method of ministering to us is not the outside in, it's from the inside out. The word will heal you from the inside out. Isn't that awesome? And see, that's something that we have to do personally and individually. Psalm 107, 20 says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Listen to New Living Translation. Again, Psalm 107, 20, he sent his word and healed them snatching them from the door of death. Isn't that a great translation? And then Jesus said this in John 6, 63, the Spirit, this is New Living Translation, the Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing, and the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. So my encouragement today um, is to start now, today, plant the word as in seed form inside of you um, for healing. Start today to plant the Word of God where God promises to heal you. God promises to answer your faith. God promises to answer prayer. God promises to honor His Word. Start planting those seeds of faith on the inside of you. And if you'll do that, 
you know, the eventuation of that's going to be, you, you, you know, when sickness comes, when illness comes, when pain comes, when physical challenges come to your human, your physical body. You've got the word of God to answer the door. You've got the word of God that rises up. So, whoa, 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 stop. Satan, stop. And you'll stop it right in its tracks and you'll exercise faith when the symptoms of attack come from illness and sickness of whatever kind. Because your faith is, is not, you're not looking on the outside for somebody to do something for you. You're looking on the inside for the seed of the word to germinate, produce faith in you. And then you can pray and you can ask God and you can receive the health and healing that Jesus has for you. And you can ward off the attacks of the enemy when they come. Listen, I've been doing this. I've been doing this for almost 47 years now. And y'all, I can tell you that it pays off. I have planted a big garden, so to speak, of health and healing by, by really memorizing scripture about healing and health. Now listen to this. This is from my personal stuff I do on a regular basis, methodically, almost every day, Exodus 15, 26, Exodus 23, 25, Deuteronomy 7, 15, Psalm 103, 1 through 3, um, Psalm 107, 25, Psalm 105, 30, um, 105, 37, Proverbs 4, 20 through 23, I just read today, um, uh, Isaiah 53, 1 through, 1 through 6, and then Matthew 8, 17, Hebrew, um, sorry, I, um, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, and then 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Those are specific scripture that I have in my heart that are seeds that I have placed inside me that are reproducing over and over again a crop of health and healing in my personal life. Then I've got other scripture on answered prayer and the integrity of the Word of God that I'm not even going to take time to uh, rattle out to you like I just did those because it's, it would just take more of the time than I'm going to today. I'm just saying I get the Word of God inside me. I've memorized it. Then sometimes I go back and just read it over and over and over again because because once faith is there, faith comes by hearing and hearing. Just because you heard it once, it leaks out. you got to replenish your supply. And that's what I do over, and I've been doing this for almost 47 years now, and y'all, it's amazing. I'll be 65 in October, and you know, I'm, you know, physically, I feel like maybe, I don't know, 35 or so, I just feel good. I exercise, I do the things I'm supposed to do, but I don't take it for granted. And the other part of that is, and we'll get into this later, the Holy Spirit speaks to me. Sometimes I need to augment my diet, I need to change what I'm eating, I need to add something to my diet. Uh, and, uh, you know, he talks to me about the things I need to do just to keep, keep my body the way it needs to be and keep it regulated and keep it on a, on a consistent path. If you do those kinds of things, you listen to the Holy Spirit, you get the Word of God, you've got a, you've got a big garden of health you've planted with the seed of the Word. You know what? Eventually, you're going to walk in health and you're going to feel better than you ever have. And you know what? When you're doing that, God also, um, uh, as you get into this, He'll have you deal with thought patterns that produce... Um, that produce all kinds of stress. So you got to deal with relationship issues, forgiveness issues, worry issues. All of that is in your garden of health. And those are the bugs and weeds that want to come and steal your health. So I'm, I'm saying that all of these years of my life, has the enemy attacked me? Oh, my Lord, yes. But see, every single time I've learned, go to the Word. Make sure the seed is planted. Water the seed that's been planted. Water it. Keep the bugs away. Keep the weeds out. Keep the doubt out. Keep the fear out. Listen to the Holy Spirit. And as you do, 
your health gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And instead of believing for healing, you'll walk in divine health. Father, I pray for every person listening to this podcast today that the Spirit of God would work deeply in them and that, Lord, they would begin today to plant the seeds of health and healing from your word and keep the weeds and bugs of doubt and fear and unbelief away. Lord, I pray, may every person enter in, not just to divine healing, but divine health in Jesus' name. God bless you, my friend. We'll talk more about this next time. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe or leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, if you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.